and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi, Dan. Hi, Hi Nick. I'm um, all right, yeah. I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, mate. Pretty good. good. I am ready for lunch, I'll be honest with uh, you. Yeah, I'm, feel, I'm vibing with lunch. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can mess around with lunch. Mm-hmm. I can take lunch to dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your unlimited card in the news. A bit of taste card action. Ooh, hello. Now, there you go. Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, so, Geek has left a, oh, his weekly comment saying, Hey, Dan, the musical fan. Um, do you have any thoughts on the new Matilda movie? <gasps> yes. And I'm very pleased that it's getting a cinema release. I saw the musical uh, about, oh, I was pushing eight years ago now uh, and found it to be incredibly moving. Um, and I, the music is just so much fun. It sticks in your head. It's been in my head the whole time, um, even having only seen it the one time. Uh, so it'll be an earworm. I think. I, I also, I'm very passionate about musicals at Christmas. I think Christmas and musicals go hand in hand. So the idea of us getting a, a lovely, festive musical picture at Christmas time is going to be a lot of fun. Emma Thompson looks like she's going to be great. Um, that little child looks like an, an awful lot of charisma. In fact, the whole the whole dance sequences that you're seeing in the trailer looks like they're going hard. And I appreciate not phoning it in, not being afraid to be a musical. I'm in. I'm here for it. When it comes to musicals, yeah. are you the sort of person that will listen to a musical soundtrack before you have gone to see said musical? Um, it does depend, because the type of musicals that I love are not the ones that run for very long. Because I love a Sondheim, I love a Rodgers and Hammerstein, I love a proper big musical. And... Often those only have limited runs or then or they're only revived for a period of time or, or they'll go dark for several um, years even. Um, so I will listen to those. Mm -hmm. But if it's like a big one that I know I'm going to see, I'll wait. So like I didn't listen to Dear Evan Hansen before I went to see it. I didn't listen to Hamilton before I saw Hamilton. Yeah. Because um, I think sometimes you can... It's not even from a plot spoiler perspective. Sometimes I just want to experience what the music is like. That's yeah. kind of my thinking in it yeah. as well. Like uh, I... I've never seen Wicked. You've never seen Wicked? And therefore, have never heard any of the songs from Wicked either. Because I was listening to Wicked because it wasn't in the UK yet. I was, it came out in Broadway in 2003 and I had the soundtrack then. So I, I was well versed in it before it even arrived in the UK. So the fact that you've not heard any from... Do you not even know the songs? There's, a, there's the big one, right? Which is? Oh, I, 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 my wife likes it. It's... Um... Tell them how I'm... Defying Astronomical. Gravity. Divine gravity, yes. <laughs> so I remember her listening to that and me saying, oh, what's this? Yeah. And she said, wicked. Yeah, she was like, no, it, it sounds great, but what is it? <laughs> and she said, wicked. And this went on for several hours. Yeah, several hours. And then a few days later, we... <laughs> it was a whole bank holiday. Yeah. So I, yeah, I've never uh, seen and or heard Ooh. of it. Same with, I, I feel like I'll never hear the soundtrack to Hamilton because I'll probably never get to see Hamilton. Why would you get to see Hamilton? It feels like it's never... People always say, like, oh, I managed to get tickets for Hamilton. Oh, right. And if people are telling me, oh, I managed to get tickets for something, I read that as, you'll never see that. Well, I mean, Wicked has been around now for a long time. So you'll get... We're coming on 20 years of Wicked. So you'll... You can get tickets now. Like, yeah. you're allowed. Okay, cool. Hamilton has had its early, like, few years of being... And it's a, it's a hot ticket still, but I think you'll you'll manage. If you, if you just... Keep a weather eye on the horizon. But also, Wicked is a movie soon. That They've cast Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. Directed by John M. Chu, who gave us uh, oh. Into the Woods. No, Into I... the Heights. In, in the Heights. In the Heights, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I mean, so maybe I'll just 
see it then. Movie. Because like, you know, they got that Back to the Future musical yeah. at the moment. I walked past it the other day and I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I wonder if the soundtrack's any good. Well, I won't listen to it because I'll probably go and watch the musical itself. But if I don't, if that's a short run thing, yeah. I just never see it. Like I never heard Spam a lot. No, I saw that like three or four times. Yeah, never, never saw it, so therefore I've never heard the soundtrack either. Wow. Uh, now you're just denying yourself joy. Well, that, yeah, but like, what if it comes back and I still want to, you know, enjoy well, it? Well, then you'll have an, you enjoyed it prior. Evil Dead, the musical, I never heard that. Is there that. an Evil Dead musical? Yeah, apparently. That's well, camp. And apparently it's, it's absolutely brilliant as I well. I love that. And, and I've not heard anything like that. Yeah. Like the, I think the only one I could say that I've listened to without seeing a show is Little Shop of Horrors. Right. And that's because... I, I Have you seen the, the movie? Yeah, the Frank Oz movie yeah. is like legit a masterpiece. And I was going to star in a stage production of Little Shop of Horrors what at school. Be? I mean, the dentist. Great. I was the dentist. I played the dentist. Well, here's, the, here's the, the kicker, Dan. It's the only role I wanted to be. Yeah. And I didn't get that role. Oh. And they tried to offer me another one. I was like, I'm not taking Did it. Did they try and offer you Seymour and you turned it down? No, no, I wouldn't, they wouldn't have offered me the lead. Because the kid that they offered the lead to was like a genuinely good singer. A stage school. Whereas like, you one know, of my ilk. One of your ilk, exactly. Yeah. Like, I could do the dentist because you don't really have to do right. singing to be the dentist. Yeah. Like, when I was young, just a bad little kid, yeah. my mama noticed funny things. You were being Elvis. Like shooting puppies with a BB gun. He knows gun. the lyrics. He didn't yeah. get to play the role, but knows the whole, the whole song <laughs> inside out. I'd poison guppies when, when I was, I was done. Yeah. I'd find a pussycat and bash in its head. That's when my mama said, what did she say? <laughs> she said, my boy, I think someday mm. you'll find a way. Right. We'll crack, we'll crack on. No, 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 you're so close. <laughs> you'll be a dentist. <laughs> I got a bit Alan Partridge after a while, you though. You did, yeah, was, yeah. Maybe that's why you, you didn't get the part. Because they were like, we don't really see Partridge for this production. But we like your energy. So. You know how, like, Kate Bush is massive at the moment? And everyone's like, yeah. all I can hear, there was Alan Partridge doing the Kate Bush medley. <laughs> I'm all yours. Yeah, Babushka's due a, a little a little moment. Isn't rolling it? the ball, rolling the ball. I've never known you have this Alan Partridge impression just there, just right under the surface, ready to go at any moment. It used to be a party piece of mine. People would ask right. me to sing songs in the style of Alan Partridge. Oh, that's fun. I used to do Bring the Noise by Public Enemy in um, the style of uh, Alan Partridge. Back in the day when Vine was big, I used to do songs in a northern accent. So like Shakira, <laughs> I'm on tonight. You know me, hips don't lie. All of that. It was very My fun. My cousin used to do that. He used yeah. to do Ice Ice Baby in a mountain accent. Yeah, it, it, it lends itself. I feel like maybe I could be a big TikTok guy. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring us very. You could be a huge TikTok guy if you believe. If I, if it's I just become need. like a, that's my gimmick. I just do songs in the style of Alan Partridge. There you go. That could, that could be your moment. Just gonna pivot us briefly back into the world of musical movies. Mm. Um, do you know any of the songs from the Spider-Man musical? I do not. Because they're interesting. <laughs> um, but also one of my favourite... Uh, Bono. Also. Indeed, Bono and the Edge. Mm-hmm. One of my favourite um, bits of trivia, and I don't know if this is true, but I've just accepted it as true, is that originally Imagine Dragons were writing the music for it, and that's where the song Radioactive comes from. <laughs> is that really? I, I, I've been told. It's on the internet, so it must be true. Anyway, should we get into the show? Let's. Um, yeah, here's the main show. We're talking about Deadpool 3. Enjoy. Right, okay, so Deadpool 3. 
We know yeah. that it's going to be part of the MCU. It's not actually had a release date for it yet. It's just that there have been lots of chats amongst like Ryan Reynolds and screenwriters and Kevin both. Feige being like, look, we're going to do Deadpool 3. Yeah. Deadpool 3 is going to be part of the MCU. And notably the first two were decidedly not. They yes. were very not. They were Fox movies. Yeah. They were part of the X-Men mm. universe. But these are now, Deadpool is just going to be picked up from there, plonked down into the MCU. Because it's a character that you can do that with. Yeah. Because he is a movie character mm -hmm. within a movie. Yeah. And he knows that. So you can just pluck him out of this universe, put him into this universe, and mm. that kind of always makes wait, sense. Wait, right? no, no, job done. In I suggest you don't think about these things and just try to enjoy yourself. That is exactly it. Which actually does bring us on to the quote okay. that we have had from the writers, Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese, who told Post Credit Podcast, it's a wonderful opportunity for fish out of water. We love fish out of water. Deadpool is a lunatic at the center of a movie. To drop a lunatic into a very sane world, it's straight butter. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> I picked this quite out for two reasons. Number one, it's a topic to talk about, but number two, dear, your reaction to, and I'll, I'll say it again for anyone who might have missed it, it's straight butter. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that for weeks. It's straight butter. It's straight butter. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> well, what, you can't pass that up. What more is there to say? It's straight butter. Because when I think of Deadpool 3, I'm like, straight butter that. Yeah, and I don't like my movies to be sort of wonky butter. Oh, no, I, no, 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 no. Hard butter. Absolutely straight, not. straight butter. Straight down the line butter. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. All right, I mean, fair enough. If this is the energy they're bringing, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, moving aside from butter. Straight bus. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard to do. Yeah, well, it is. Uh, fish out of water. Yeah. Like, this, they are telling us they are mm -hmm. literally just going to be taking him out of the Fox universe, yeah. the X Men universe, and be like, cool, now you're in the MCU. What do you make of that? A fish out of water is a very classic trope for a reason. It always works. Thor was a fish out of water. You know, I think it's quite fun to, to, to play with them. When the audience is in the know and the audience knows. And, and Marvel do so well with that kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know what's going on kind of thing. That, um, yeah, it, there's a lot to play with, with those. Particularly now because we've got all the Fox properties mm. as well, which he has come from. So like, I think you can even make jokes of him going from one studio yeah. into another studio having been bought. Like, the, you know what's made the plot of the movie is like, you've been bought. Yes. By Disney, yeah, and we're now putting you into a Disney movie, and then Ryan Reynolds, oh, and then Deadpool, essentially trying to be mm. Deadpool in a Disney movie. It's interesting because I, there's a little part of me still that thinks that, that is Feige necessarily gonna allow that level of free reign, or is he gonna want to find a more narrative way than just you know peek back behind the curtain kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Is there gonna be more like you know somewhere? A multiversal avenue that he's been plucked from like i, I don't i don't know what's feige gonna how, which way is he gonna, is he gonna give them? yeah what, what is he just going to do like no no this is the mcu yeah. we do things we do things a different way around here. we do so like we you know you're gonna make this a proper character and put him into a proper movie and yeah do this. not like a, a proper movie to say that the others weren't no it, but, but more like a he does need to work within the narrative of the MCU. And not even in a homogenous way where you try and make everything all the same because obviously there is, you know, a lot of difference within the MCU. You know, uh, the upcoming Thor movie is going to have a different vibe to Doctor Strange, I feel. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's quite bold and, and, you know, Deadpool has always been notable for being so bold. So I'm just curious. I just don't yeah. know what really... Did you see, um, speaking of Thor, did you see that Chris Hemsworth uh, in a chat with Ali Plum my, my good friend Ali was like, I 
uh, might just stick around playing Thor for a while. I saw to that. Yeah. Piss off you, Jackman. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like six years out from the record at this point. You might yeah. as well, you know, you've come that far. Did you uh, see Kevin Feige's response to this as no. well? Kevin Feige was just like, you know, there's lots of avenues that you could take the Thor character. <laughs> like, just, you know. He's like, there's lots of lots of Thor stories that we yeah. can do as opposed to being like, look, Chris, I've already told you. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie is the new Thor. Pack it in, will you? He's just like, I'm not going quietly. <laughs> I've made myself look mm. like this. Yeah. Let me do and more he's got of an app. this. He's got the app to keep himself busy. No? I'm, I've got it. He has a fitness app. Does he really? It's called Center. It, it's got nutrition, meditation, and fitness. And I use it, and I've been using it for about two years now. Can I, can, I can see, yeah. I'm basically popping out of my <laughs> cardigan. Got one big release this week, and it is Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, available in IMAX, Superscreen, ScreenX, VIP, and regular old 2D. Good old 2D. Elvis yeah. in IMAX. Uh-huh. A Baz Luhrmann Elvis in IMAX, no Yes. Yeah. I think Baz Luhrmann is not as rated as he should be. I don't want to say underrated, because I think underrated is an overused term. There's some linguistical acrobatics for you. However, I feel like when we have these conversations about the auteurs or whatever, it's Tarantino, it's Scorsese. Baz Luhrmann should be among them, I think, in terms of visual style, in mm-hmm. terms of a body of work. I it's, This is his first movie since Gatsby, which was like 10 years ago God, at this point. Time ago, yeah, but like Romeo plus Juliet, which I think is wonderful. The Moulin Rouge. Indeed, the Moulin Rouge at Strictly Ballroom. I think he's great. And I think that it, it's a natural pairing for Baz Luhrmann and Elvis, you know, yeah. because Elvis is that very grand, very camp, very big Vegas. And that wasn't his whole career. He started off in a, in a different way. Um, so but yeah. like the, the end, like what, the thing that people know Elvis when you for, say Elvis in your head, you have an image. You got it's it's the big queer, the, it's big, the big big white suits and stuff. It's the oh, 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 all, all of that. that sort of stuff. That's yeah. very Baz Luhrmann, you know. So it's a nice nice pairing, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Also out at the moment is Lightyear, available in IMAX, 4DX, Super Screen, VIP, and regular old 2D. But, Dan, mm. did you know Cineworld hosted the premiere event of Lightyear? Come on. At Leicester Square, of course. Of course. Now that's of course, grand. Of course it was Leicester Square. London's glittering West End, no less. Zeke Palmer was in attendance. <gasps> Chris Evans was in attendance. Taika Waititi was in attendance. Good. My friend Louise was in attendance. Was she really? She was. Yeah, she was there. So there you go. All the stars. Well, she is not doing these interviews. Instead, no. these two adorable children are. Hello, my name's Molly May, and this is my sister, Barley. And today, we're at Sydney World Leicester Square for the premiere of Lightyear to Infinity and Beyond. How exciting is it being at a premiere? Excited at you to have Rella Tomato. That's exciting. So good to see you. You look stunning, beautiful, like great. Thanks, girl. You look good too, and I love your your pig. I love your pigtails and your little bow and your scrunchie carpet. Do you think Buzz Lightyear is the best astronaut in existence? And the reason why is because I mean, he can do things that no other astronaut can do. Don't 
Don't let anyone tell you to stop being a kid. Okay? I'm a grown up and I'm still a kid. I just want to say we love the film and happy birthday. We're so lucky to go and watch the film. I mean, that looked like a lot of fun, didn't it? A good, a good time. A good day out. Fun for all the family. Speaking of families, Dan. Oh, look at us go. So you can get a family ticket yeah. for Cineworld. Yeah. And, you know, hey, I want to go to the cinema with my family. With the Cineworld family ticket, adults pay kids' prices. And that's all any of us really want from life, is to be children again. Yeah. Also out this week is Black Phone Jurassic World Dominion, available in IMAX 4DX, Superscreen, and 2D. But... Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Now, say, hey, Top Gun Maverick, that's in cinemas, isn't it? Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. We all loved it. It's a good time. If you didn't see it in IMAX or 4DX, it's back in IMAX and 4DX. I beg your pardon, excuse me one second, please. What? Yeah, it's back. It's back on IMAX, Dreaming. it's back in 4DX. Because I didn't get to see it in IMAX. So I will probably have to nip out. I did see it in, in IMAX. You did? I did. It's worth it, isn't it? And it, it's, 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 really big. it's really worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. If I if given the option, it was like you're gonna go see it again. Mm. I'd go see it. Again. And we've had a few people say that they went to see uh, Maverick and then they came back to see it in 4DX and were like, "Whoa!" Like there was a person who didn't really vibe with it, mm -hmm. then saw it in 4DX and was like, "No, actually, I've had a great time. This yeah. is a good time." So those are our options. But what's your what's your pick of the week? I think my pick of the week is going to be Elvis this week. I think I'm 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 a, I am a Baz fan, a Lur fan. <laughs> I didn't want that to come out of my mouth but it did uh so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be uh feeling the jailhouse rock mm. uh, i i won't be lonesome that night and i'm looking forward to a little less conversation in the cinema and a little more action please i was hoping you might try to get a squeeze a few more in there but i think you, you <laughs> i've done as much as i can you ended it on quite the high though. yeah i did i did when i get in there i'll kick off my blue suede shoes Yep, I mean, you're too far now. I'm sorry. Uh, of course, I think my, my pick of the week is Black Phone because yeah. horror movie and... Apparently whole... Ethan Hawke is brilliant. Yeah, it? that's what I've heard as well. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to be seeing it this weekend and I absolutely cannot wait yeah. to, to check it out because I've heard nothing but really good things about it. But if I can't pick Black Phone, I actually might pick Maverick. Because it's back. Because it's back. Yeah. It's... I was about trying to get Maverick, but Maverick, Back, Maverick, Maverick. It sounds like it's a, Backrick. a dessert that you might make on Bake Off that no one's ever heard of in the technical challenge. Prue would like you to make four Backfricks, yeah, <laughs> in IMAX. So uh, yeah, Maverick brackets in IMAX. Yes, specifically, specifically. Gotcha. Tickets are on sale for Thor, Love and Thunder, available in IMAX 3D and 2D, 4DX, ScreenX, Superscreen and VIP, as well as Minions, The Rise of Gru, available in 4DX, Superscreen, VIP, 2D and 3D. We're so close now to Thor. I know, I know, I know. I, I, I'm doing everything within my power to not look at things, but I can't help it. I keep seeing pictures. And getting a bit excited, yeah. but I'm not. I've not watched another trailer. You have fortunately not made me, um, so we're all okay for the minute. And I'm, I'm just about 
okay. Yeah, I am. I'm ready now. Yeah, very ready. Yeah, so I'd like I, it asap. I want some Hemsworth washed all over me. I want some Portman uh, in the mix as well. Mm -hmm. I want some Valkyrie in the mix. Yeah, double T. Absolutely. Yeah. I want some takeaway TT. We have a group chat uh, for when we go in. We have well, we had we've had group chats for the whole pandemic of watching things together. Uh, specifically the Marvel movies, I know. I've got friends. Um, two of them, can you believe? <laughs> um, and currently it is, the group chat's name is Thor 4 for its gore. <laughs> I'm also going to quickly uh, just put a bit of a shout out for Minions Rise of Gru. Okay. Because, uh, looking to entertain my little one, mm -hmm. well, she really pays attention to much of these things, but I put on the, the Minions movies, yeah. the movie, bright and colourful and all of this sort of yeah. stuff, right? really good listen i'm a minions apologist i quite like them I think they're funny they're quite funny it's, they're old buster what, keaton oh, silent film kind of vibe one of them says bottom and it's and it's genuinely That's very funny. I, funny I don't find bottom i don't find <laughs> bottoms and you don't and, and all the rest very funny oh no you don't think Flatulence the farts are funny? Is never funny oh that is so incorrect dan no. farts are always funny no this is where i think i might not be british because i don't find them funny at all at I, all i hope that minions the rise of crew is 80 percent jokes <laughs> just to get on my nerves i won't be happy I'll complain. And I will laugh at them. And I will laugh at them <laughs> louder and louder with each one. And I will look at you as I laugh And I will at leave them. the cinema and go and watch my high-class movies where they don't trump. We also have unlimited screenings on Monday the 27th of June for Nitram and then on July 19th for Where the Craw Dads Sing. And on July 21st, we have massive event cinema, NT Live's Prima Facie with Jodie Comer. Yes says, OMG, Dan loves musicals. I was surprised and shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you for the first half and then it seems like you might be being sarcastic. Uh, uh, it seems like he loves the movie Cats. Uh, <laughs> Cats. I watched Cats again recently and forgot how much of a fever dream it is. So, I... When that trailer came out, mm. we used to have a movie channel. Yeah. So we were going to do like a big sort of reaction video <sighs> for us and stuff, but we'd already seen it. Yeah. Ollie hadn't seen it yet. So we're like, brilliant. We'll sit Ollie down and we'll show him the trailer and he can do the big like, oh my God, what is this? Yeah. It'll be an amazing thing. Like viral, 100,000 views already. Bang, I can already smell it. He watched it and he was like, yeah, that looks right. Ollie, and play the game. He didn't see what the big deal was. What everyone was. else saw. Yeah. All he saw was Taylor Swift and was like, so sexy though, isn't it? Holly, <laughs> like... no, I can't with that. I um, remember my friend interviewed Rebel Wilson way, way, way before Cats was announced, and it was or not announced or, or released. Any any info was released or whatever, um, and asked her, fully not understanding the premise about the fact that they were like the same size as like normal cats or whatever. Mm. She didn't really understand what like she she was like talking to Rebel Wilson like this is mental, right? And Rebel was like. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, we're playing cat. <laughs> we're literally And she was cats. like, I don't understand. And I was like, oh, that was my first thing that this movie was not going to go well. Was just, it is a hard sell. I, Big sell. I love musicals. Cats is dreadful. <laughs> it is not a good show. So the idea that they were going to try and get a, a 
tentpole movie out of it was it was bold. <laughs> it was bold from the beginning. Because it's it's Andrew Lloyd Webber, isn't it? It is indeed big and, Lord Andy. And I and I think Lord Andy does have the quote about when one of the directors was asking him like what is this movie about? And he just mentioned oh, it it's being wonderful. Like, and he just mentioned about it like it's about cats. So Hal Prince, <laughs> who is the Hal, Hal Prince is this like iconic he directed Sweeney Todd, he directed Phantom of the Opera, loads and loads of stuff. And he's he's listening to this music and reading this this score because it's obviously based on poetry it's based on T.S. Eliot poetry which was from you know uh, turn of the century and Hal Prince is like I just oh, Andrew I don't <laughs> understand <laughs> is this cat Queen Victoria is this cat meant, meant to represent Israeli is it about politics and he really is reaching for all these things and, and Andrew Lulubber correctly you're right just goes Hal, it's about cats. Hal, it's about cats. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, but then he's got, there's a second now iconic Lord Andy Cats quote, which is that he has a dog now. He hated the movie Cats so much that he bought a dog. And now um, he, he went on a plane with a dog and apparently the, the air steward was like, you can't have a dog on the plane. And he was, he was like, this is an emotional sport animal. You should see what they did to my show Cats. And the woman went, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple of other emails that we've got here uh, from SP Rice that said, I've got a theory about Joke at All. Fallout Boy, the band, have an album called Folly Ado. <gasps> After the subtitle was announced, they jokingly put out a post on Instagram with the album cover calling it Folly Ado the Musical. Now it's being discussed, Joker 2 may actually be a musical. Yeah. Is this all a coincidence? I mean, Fallout Boy is the kind of sound I would expect from a Joker musical. You're either going to go there or you are going to go towards your stomp time kind of, you know, big orchestral kind of thing. So I'm not, I wouldn't say no. Uh, And the last comment I'm going to read out here is from Van Noir that just says, why has Luke started doing these shows in his pajamas? <laughs> White insulting. These are very fashionable shorts. Thank you very much. I mean, they are shorts. Hey, Dan. <laughs> it took me ages to find these shorts. It's very hard for me to find shorts that I like. Because okay. shorts, shorts have to be a certain length. Yes. And that is below my kneecap. Okay. And not modest. Well, it's not modest. It's like, I think that's the length of shorts. Do you not like a jort? No, I, 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 am I, not, I am not part of the Dukes of Hazzard, nor am I Daisy Duke. So like, I, <laughs> well, no, it's not, it's not like, it's not booty shorts. All, sh- have all, shorts, that are not, all shorts that are not below the knee right. are Daisy Dukes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Goodness me, okay. Anyway, that's all we've got time for on this edition of uh, Fashion with Luke Owen. <laughs> <laughs> the Fashion Police. <laughs> uh, we will see you in seven days' time. Take care, everyone. I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Layton. Bye. Bye.